Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A bullet from the back of a bush took Medgar Evers' blood. A finger fired the trigger to his name. A handle hit out in the dark. The hand sent the spark. Two eyes took the aim behind a man's brain. But he can't be blamed He's only a pawn in that game The South politician preaches to the poor white man You got more than the blacks don't complain All right, welcome back. You are listening to Bat Talk with Sharona. This is episode five. I think I got it right this yeah, time yep. of chopping it up um, with with my friend Matt Wood, and we've had a, a series of these conversations. We are recording on a different night tonight. It's Tuesday night. We're sitting down. I've got a very very long um, show. My going for two show tomorrow night is a live fantasy draft, and it's long. And we're going to start early. So Matt was very kind to move this conversation to Tuesday night. And we'll be playing this for the Wednesday show, which will be a little bit of a quicker show than what we've been doing. Probably only about an hour since I am going to be um, in that very, very long, uh, which is a video show. And so, you know, I've got a lot lot to do tomorrow. So um, we're covering a, a wide variety of topics. And tonight we're going to talk about Matt's a military guy. So it's sort of good timing, I suppose, for us to have uh, this conversation. And and it really is, I think, um, so germane to a lot of different things, how we we view freedom and how we we consume, I suppose, how we consume opinion regarding – what this country is and what it should be is an important conversation. And it got started by a recent event at an NFL game. And I know Matt's a hockey guy. We'll ask him a little bit about football and and his his own football consumption. But Colin Kaepernick, uh, one of the quarterbacks for the San Francisco 49ers, we will see if he (laughs) remains. He has been the starting quarterback, may not be anymore. We'll see how that goes. 
Um, so, Matt, jump on in here and tell everybody once again who you are. You don't have to go into as much detail since we've been doing this for a while, but do tell them a little bit about your military background. Well, I served uh, six years in the, the U.S. Air Force. Well, duh. It's not, I mean, it's not like the Canadian Air Force. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but um, uh, yeah, I did six years. I was a crew chief on uh, uh, KC-135s. Those are the aerial refuelers. So they, they, they were the flying gas stations uh, <clears throat> that helped, obviously, uh, refuel uh, uh, jets and everything across large swaths of land. Also, they provided medevac assistance. Um, now, not in a combat situation, let's say, like a C-130 does or a helicopter, but um, they would be in safer areas in the combat zone where they would get uh, folks out to um, larger hospitals such as Ramstein or... Uh, Hickman in Hawaii, um, that sort of thing. And they also uh, hauled cargo as well. But, yeah, did six years of it. It's pretty fun. Get to uh, see some awesome parts of the world, met some awesome people. So, now, yeah. were you ever stationed in a combat zone? Technically, yes, but never in combat. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I was in places where it was considered a combat area, but not, not a – I was never in combat. I was never – I never – that wasn't your role, correct? Yeah, and it, it, it never was in my mind that um, I was in a dangerous place. So, <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it's interesting because um, war, I suppose, as it's commonly defined is, or ha- as it has been defined throughout history with, um, with guns and bombs, and of course we're still bombing, <laughs> you know, that's still a huge concern, but... Uh, war has undergone you know, somewhat of a transformation, and um, this is a topic for another day, but I often said that, um, maybe not on this show, but in conversations with like-minded people, that um, you know this country is, well, well, if it ever does get taken down, it will get taken down from within, and it will be via financial market. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're we're seeing hacking already, and hacking's um, you know the, the issues with hacking have made their way into our presidential election, and um, you know it's it's a real concern. But um, all right, so let's get back on topic. I didn't mean to get us off, but I'd love to have that conversation with you. Sort of ties into the privacy thing, and um, you know how uh, how technology is. Uh, you know, evolving and how we're really not prepared for it. We're just, we're not prepared for it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick raised the stink and um, over the weekend, it wasn't a situation where he, uh, as far as we know, you know, maybe he tipped reporters off, maybe he didn't, but they noticed that he was sitting and not standing with, you know, hand over heart in salute of the flag and the national anthem which, you know, the majority of players will do that if you've ever been to a football game, and I've been to many, um, the you know, players will do that. It didn't used to be like that. They used to stay, stay in the locker room, and um, I don't even think that part of it's not even, I don't know if it's televised or not. I watch the, uh, I watch Red Zone now, and I just don't remember. Uh, are you a football fan, by the way, Matt? I mean, uh, the local I- teams, the Titans, they've kind of sucked for a while. I tr- I try to get into football every now and again. I uh, I I'm from Michigan, so I I bleed Lions blue. Uh, ah, okay, yeah. And so that's the what, guess, that's what it's like to be a long-suffering fan. 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You'll never be happy. So you kind of look at other sports. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know you you had two of the greatest players ever. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know about ever, but definitely Barry Sanders was. Sure. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Another. And it's like they both retired early because of the Lions bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> but let's just let's stop there. But <laughs> um. Uh, but you're, you kind of go into like, so like the, um, uh, national anthem and the players and, and things like that, you know, how, you know, the only time I ever see it on TV is during the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, the whole thing's an experience. Uh, but, um, hockey, that's, that's my big sport that I'm a big fan of. Right. You know, the players stand at the ice. Now, granted, a lot of them aren't American. Right. So you wouldn't expect them to be, uh, standing at attention. Oh, who's that? That's my daughter. She uh, came into the room real quick. Uh, how, what's her name? Uh, uh, her name's Serafina. Hi, Serafina. <laughs> oh, hi. I like <clears throat> your name. That's a lovely name. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, she's playing over there in the corner. Um, but, yeah. yeah, so they, uh, yeah, they, you know, they're not, most of them aren't even American. And half the time they just have their heads down. They're moving side to side, you know, and usually the, uh, uh, note you know like the the ending note is still going and and they skate off the ice so i mean it's like they're not even staying for the whole thing they're not even staying until the flags are gone yeah. and you know so and then of course everybody's pissed off with the chicago blackhawks because during the national anthem they clap and cheer mm-hmm. everybody gets so fucking butt hurt over that uh-huh. and i'm like well they're celebrating it you know uh-huh. Like, why has it got to be such a freaking somber thing? I'm like, you know, and I served. I get it. You know, people die, you know. but yeah, We're going to get into that in a minute. It's interesting because the Braves, and I, it's been, I used to follow the Braves, and I, and I still sort of do, but it's been a while since I've really paid that close of attention. Baseball doesn't hold my my interest like it used to. And it doesn't have anything to do with the steroids era or anything like that. I mean, my baseball watching days, go back to you know, when the actually when the strike was um looming and then became a thing the first the like big one like back in the 90s and and so and I just you know I've I've tried I don't it just doesn't hold my interest and there's so much you know I have a wide variety of interests in you know gaming and and football and, and I watch basketball but the the Braves used to be a, a, a a team that um, did something with the national anthem because of the Braves. I'll probably yell out Braves. Yeah, I mean, it it was a, I don't remember now exactly what it was, but it was a thing. And a lot of, you know, that teams do that with, um, you know, with songs. I know, like, in Knoxville at, at the stadium there where the Vols play, um, you know, the, the song Rocky Top has undergone um, some evolution in terms of how, fans sing it and celebrate it and stuff. And that's, you know, I mean, it's just kind of a thing. But, you know, we do get tied to or or profess, I suppose, to get tied to symbols rather than concepts. And I think that that's what the, the so-called controversy over uh, the Colin Kaepernick thing, that, that to me is, you know, besides racism is what underlines it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, and he was going to make a statement, regardless if the national anthem was there or not. You know, it was already on his mind. Like, hey, I'm I'm someone 
<clears throat> who does have a voice that a lot of people don't. I can be that voice. So he says a thing, you know, and, you know, and by the way, I like how you can't, you, you have to, you, you have to stand in the national anthem in the, the NFL, but, um, but, you know, rape's cool. Yeah. So, you yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> I mean, where are all the fans burning their, the jerseys of Ben Roethlisberger, who was accused of rape, of Jameis Winston, who was accused of rape, of Josh Brown, who was accused of over 20 separate instances of domestic violence. You know, those things are cool. And Ray Lewis, who was accused of murder, you know, where's all the collective outrage over those things? Well, it's because we consider those things profane, you know, like, and those are things to be, we can take those and, you know, everything can be mocked. And then you have idiots like men's rights activists saying, oh, you know, the woman probably just egged him on. We're trying to get the money from him, um, <clears throat> you know, but... It's, you know, it's a song. Yes, it's our national anthem, you know, but, you know, not everything has to be sacrosanct. Not everything is sacred. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, what you consider sacred, someone else thinks is quite a, you know, lovely target to hit on. Mm -hmm. I mean, now, granted, this is just my opinion. I try not to hold anything sacred at all, you know, because I can be wrong. Things will change. Tomorrow, they can go, oh, hey, guys, guess what? What? We found a freaking caveman, you know, next to a damn dinosaur. This throws up the whole, you know, theory of evolution. Okay, mm -hmm. that's fine. But guess what? The sun's going to come up tomorrow. I'm still going to have to go to work. I'm still mm -hmm. going to have to do a bunch of shit. I mean. <laughs> well, and I agree with you to a point, but, I mean, I guess my counter to that would be if you're going to hold some 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 things sacrosanct why not it why not it be the things that underline some of these symbols like freedom like liberty like justice mm -hmm. and if you're upset about what Colin Kaepernick did why aren't you listening to why he did it and why aren't you outraged over you know the the injustice that you see when it comes to to women and minorities yeah I mean, it's exactly right. It's like, hey, oh, we love freedom. Well, this guy's saying, hey, I'm not getting as much freedom mm -hmm. as everybody else. Or maybe maybe I am, but people that have the same skin tone as me um, who do not make as much money uh, <clears throat> are not, you know, experiencing all those lovely freedoms, you know. And, yeah, guess what? You know, shit like that, it, it's a hard pill to swallow, you know, because you actually have to look at yourself in the mirror. And these things – take work to change mm -hmm. you know uh, i mean look at uh just as a as a cinema example american history x mm -hmm. you know, oh yeah dude was racist as all hell mm -hmm. i mean he just didn't become non-racist overnight mm -hmm. i mean it took his whole freaking prison sentence but yeah i had an inter that's I, that's such a good point because i had an interesting conversation with someone and i don't remember now who it was but we were talking about whether a lot of this is ignorance versus true racism. And certainly some people, um, you know, it, people come to enlightenment and understanding in a variety of ways. And it's not something that you can force. And certainly having an open mind is, is important, and an open heart is, is important. But it's also open lines of communication and, and truly listening to to another perspective. And, you know, we just seem to be lacking that in this country. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, and I guess it kind of goes back to our conversation a few weeks ago when it's like it, we're not waiting to hear what you say. We're waiting to reply to what you're, you know, mm-hmm. we've already made up our mind, you know, what we're going to say to you. So we're just waiting for you to finish your sentence. Um, yeah. You know, you got to listen. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, people are saying black lives matter, <clears throat> you know, and he was like, well, all lives matter. It's like, well, you you, you don't care about the freaking Syrian refugees. That are washing up on foreign shores. So no, when you say all lives matter, what you're really saying is you don't think that black lives matter. You don't think that refugees matter because you're missing the point. It's it the the all lives matter people. It's all you know black the the Black Lives Matter movement includes all lives. Yeah, and but it's Black Lives Matter too. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's how it started. But you can't have that as a hashtag. <laughs> you know. You know, they did chant Black Lives Matter, too. And then eventually, you know, linguistic evolution. Um, but, yeah. And, I mean, and you have uh, Gary Johnson and his vice president candidate saying, yes, Black Lives Matter. And and not saying, but also <laughs> White Lives Matter or uh, uh, All Lives Matter. <clears throat> yeah. A little Freudian slip there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, I mean, it's because it is such a strange concept. It is hard to... You know that it that it can't be important. You know it's 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 hard to 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 it's it's hard it's hard to parse when you are open minded, right? Mhm. Yeah, and and like and here's the thing. Like I will, you know, a good probability never experience any of the injustice that uh, any person of color or a woman um, will ever experience. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I mean, I can never go, hey, man, I understand. All I can go is, that's fucked up, and <laughs> yeah. let's try to fix this, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, you know, the whole thing, and I don't yeah, – the the NFL has this um, weird relationship, really, with, with the military. You know, it came out, what, was it just last year? It seems like it was – Yeah. Longer than that, but just it may have just been last year that it was finally revealed that there was a, an exchange of money involved. Oh yeah, pay pay for patriotism. Yeah, pay for patriotism, and um, oh. the the military, you know, it's a marketing tool, but plain and simple, it's you know, it's it, it's a marketing tool, and, and it's a way to um uh to you know, bring in. Uh, to bring in money, to bring in fans, and to um, to make sure that because we because this country does associate the military with nationalism, to make sure that football is quote unquote America's sport. That's the entire. It's all about money. It is is all it is, and um, you know that uh, you know football flag and. And military, you know, are as American as as apple pie, um, is is just part of their whole marketing tool. But it also ignores the, you know, the the reality that um, it, it, certainly being willing to fight for and die for your country is an admirable thing. It's an admirable um, profession, and um, you know, I've had relationships with. A couple of guys who who served in the military, and um, I don't think that I've ever told, not going to tell any of those stories here. Um, you know, personal relationships, and including, you know, one who died, 
and um, that's a story that I've been meaning to tell on this this show. It kind of ties into an article that a female comedian wrote, but I've also represented, you know, veterans who have um, become disabled because of their service to this country. And um, while that is admirable, there are problems associated with the military itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, every every entity is going to have its problems and how to address it and uh, things of that nature. I mean, I mean, you have a suicide problem in the military um, and the veteran population. You have a sexual assault problem yeah. in the military, um, <clears throat> you, you know, and then, you know, and everybody's like, hey, we support the troops. Hey, cool. Can you make sure all those homeless vets get a home? Uh, well, I'll, I'll put a ribbon on my tree. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and it, it's, it, you know, when I'm, you know, I, I know I mentioned earlier, you know, you, you shouldn't make things sacrosanct, but maybe it's just a little bit of a hypocritical thing here. You know, it's like you can't, you know, you say support the troops and, you know, you have people needing medical care. Yeah. It's, oh, the v, the VA is a nightmare and um, there's definitely a high suicide rate that that is. Um, relative to com- particularly combat veterans, oh, not yeah. that not that non-combat veterans don't also have have issues too, but there's a significantly high rate of of suicide, and it's all trace traceable back to PTSD, which is a subject that I'm familiar with, post traumatic stress disorder, depression, and you know things of that nature, and this whole concept that protest and um, protest you know, particularly the flag being anti American is is so nonsensical. I mean I guess nobody saw the movie Born on the Fourth of July uh, or or are familiar I mean it's based on a true story. Yeah. Or are familiar with uh the fact that there have been many members of the armed services who have engaged in protests. And certainly minds can disagree, but there are a number and I see it on Facebook and on Twitter, a number of military personnel, both present and former, who say, listen, I might not agree with that, but I absolutely and completely support the right to do it. And, you know, if, if, you know, yeah. if, if we're going to hold true to those values, you have to be willing to say that. Yeah. And, and so and here's the thing. It's like, oh, this is all you know, like, oh, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. But then yet you were laughing in the face of people who would, you know, sit there and say, oh, fuck Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but you were sitting there going, oh, freedom of speech. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's like, look look in the fucking mirror, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to hear things or see things you're just probably not going to like. But you know what you got to do? Just Well, I mean, it goes back to one to listening to opposing points of view, which some people just seem incapable of. If you know, and well, we don't like the way. If I hear, well, we don't like the way he went about it one more time, I'm gonna pull my hair out. Um, you know, can you not get past that and and look to what what the the problem truly is? Are you so tied up on? You know the flag and its symbol and 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 the national anthem, which, by the way, was written by a a slaveholder. B who was incredibly racist, and C who probably thought that it was completely and utterly okay that women be treated as property property and be disenfranchised. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. And hey, guess what? And, and the Pledge of Allegiance was, you know, written by a Christian socialist. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's funny looking at the history of some of this stuff. Um, and yet people are like, oh, no, those were those were handed down by American Jesus. And, you know, it's oh, God, shit like that just really. It, dri- it drives me nuts. Again, you know, <laughs> you know it, it, it's like, you know, people have a right to say whatever they want, just as you and I do right now. And I mean, and I'm not telling those people to really shut up. It's just like, you know, you, you are way too freaking emotional about something that really has no matter on your life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, here, here's a quote by uh, Stephen Fry. He's one of one of my favorite uh, comedians, authors, all uh, all around good chap. Um, says, you know, it's, it's now very common to hear people say, I'm rather offended by that. As as if that gives them some certain that that well, I'm sorry, as if that gives them certain rights. It's no more than a whine. It has no meaning. It has no purpose. It has no reason to be respected as a phrase. I'm offended by that. Well, so fucking what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just, um, you know, I and, and like I said, this is a personal view of mine. I try not to hold anything. It's like, yeah, people say dumb shit. People say horrible stuff. But I mean, you know. What are you going to do? You're not going to do anything for the most part other than bitch and moan on social media about it. Well, it's, you know, and it's funny, too, because um, you do see the the people who are um, offended, you know, supposedly offended by this. If you look, and I try not to go into mentions and timelines of people who, who tweet racist stuff or, you know, the Clay Travis and and his trolls, you know, you know that those kind of people because they're horrible people, and um, I don't want to have anything to do with them. But you know, if you go in there, um, it it qu- quickly becomes apparent that it's these same people who hold you know symbols like football over um, you know the the safety of women and you know the and. They're completely unwilling for college athletes to be paid because football, I mean, college football, and, you know, um, we just don't seem to be a thinking nation much anymore. Oh, no, it's, you know, uh, where's my distraction? I had a long day at work. Uh. (laughs) You know, know, it's like, give me the film, give me the show, give me the freaking sports. And I I don't know um, if you paid any attention about uh, uh, Facebook's trending topics. Obviously, they changed it. It used to, it was ran by humans. Yes, now, and now it's ran by algorithms. Yes, and uh, what uh, uh, quite a few people were on there saying was, you know, people like the because the algorithms, you know, in in, in the programming, it got, got a little smarter. It's like all people wanted to see was sports and entertainment topics. They didn't care about anything else going on in the world, and I believe that's a little dangerous. Um, yeah, I mean, there's things going on, whether you support them or not, uh, that you should probably keep your mind about because mm-hmm. they, they will affect you. Um, I mean, the NSA got, you know, their tools, their mm-hmm. hacking tools taken away from them by a hacker, mm-hmm. which by the way, proved Apple's point to the FBI saying, oh, yeah. we'll give it to you, but guess what? Someone's going to steal it. And they're like, nah, never. Yeah, no, that's an interesting story that we'll have to talk about a little bit more. Uh, the, there was an article, uh, I, I think I sent it to you, where 
Facebook was a, a psychiatrist was on had a Facebook account and like me she doesn't use it much and I don't pay attention um I, I logged on this week and I had over 60 uh, Facebook requests and I was like oh I guess I better get around to doing this and <laughs> you know my feed is mostly sports and whatever and it was mostly sports fans and that's fine and and gaming gaming people too but um uh, it was this article was talking about a psychiatrist who had a uh, Facebook account and uh, Facebook started recommending first of all that she follow her patients which is bad enough and second that her patients start following each other which is absolutely and utterly an invasion of privacy Mm -hmm. I mean it's and you know in this article was talking about how um, it was and it I've always been utterly worried about location services, which is um, like one of the worst things that cellular data, you know, cell cell phone and and other, you know, devices have. I've resisted that for a long time, and now it's just to the point where you can't use hardly anything without, you know, without it. And so, you know, I I, I bow to digital pressure, but um, apparently that's where it came from. She had logged into once. Um, she had logged into her Facebook account from her office computer, and that's how they got that data. Yeah, yeah. That is scary. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> – and I'm sure that's just just scratching the thinnest of services, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. There, there's probably just tons that uh, – I mean, you have the heart bug, which affected so many different uh, uh, computer systems and Android phones and everything, and that – you know, completely made a lot of machines vulnerable. Uh, then the stage fright bug that was on Android phones. And I mean, man, and these, these aren't like, you know, the bugs is just, you know, something that gets missed during development and testing, or it's such a uh, edge case. You don't even think about it in terms of how someone's going to use something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and bam, there it was. <clears throat> um, and I mean, just happened to be a pretty big, big issue um yeah and and then plus you know you you have outside companies and governments working on things like the fbi cracked the san bernardino shooter's iphone Mm -hmm. by getting a from a a a hack from a a israeli uh company and uh now they don't because apple fixed that bug so if you have an apple device and you haven't updated your software please do so (laughs) yeah there is a big bug out there, and you need to get that patched. <clears throat> oh yeah. So what what kind of bug is it again? That was um, there was a uh, report that came out saying, hey, because um, this Israeli company was selling software and uh, tools that cracks uh, iPhones. Oh okay. Um, and I mean it was affecting them all, I believe. And so Apple released a uh, patch to go, yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're not playing that game. So Wow, interesting. Well I definitely I have I don't hardly ever use my iPhone. I've got my main phone is my is a droid, but that's that's definitely scary. Matt, the thirty minutes always goes so quick. Um I wanna before you get out of here, I, I, I wanna ask you this. When and and if I'm prime, please feel free to to tell me to you know, to, to shut up. But uh, w- when you join the military um, 
did you do it because of patriotism? Was it uh, educational opportunities? And what percentage of of the military do you think does it? You know, be because of uh, protecting freedom and and liberties. Um, I don't know the percentage because everybody I always ask, why'd you join? It was never to serve my country. Okay. Um, and that doesn't mean that they didn't think about that or anything. All right, sure. It, I well, mean, it has to be a concern. I mean, <clears throat> you would think. You know, they, you know, some people were like, hey, uh, you know, I'm fifth generation, you know, military or whatever. But, uh, you know, a lot of people, college, um, another, you know, like me, you know, I had a wife with a kid on the way. You know, mm-hmm. I needed steady income and everything. And, um, you know, I was already planning on joining the military. I thought, you know, just as a poor boy like me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the only way I'm going to get an education. And that's the, probably the only way I can get a job immediately out of high school. So, I mean, it, to me, it was almost inevitable that I was going to go in the military. Just having a wife and kid kind of, you know, mm-hmm. made that definitely a lot more um, apparent. <clears throat> but we did have a couple a couple folks when they, you know, uh, like some master sergeants or some uh, commanders and everything, you know, go like, why did you join the military? Oh, I wanted to see the world. No, you wanted to serve your country. I'm like, is that do they do they preach that there? Is that uh, it, is that it, an indoctrination? No, uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, there's a lot of history and stuff that you learn about. Maybe you do get a little bit of pride um, in your service and in your job and things. Um, but that was only, I think, only two or three people who who said that in my whole six years. Mm-hmm. And each time I'm like, "You're right, sir," and you know, went on my way, and I was just like, "What?" Whatever gets, whatever makes you leave quickest. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like it's basically like most jobs. It is for. Well, I mean, now, granted, I was in the Air Force. Um, it's a different animal. Force. I'm sure you're not. You're not. Your service yeah. may differ. Not a grunt. <laughs> yeah. You're not an army grunt, which is oh, what yeah. they call army. Oh yeah, I mean, and there's differences. I mean. Oh yes, I dated the the gentleman that I dated was a marine. Yeah, and so he probably had to call everybody by rank and in a real serious tone and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. he was um he he was an officer and and a gentleman and um <laughs> had been in the military for a good while and had served several tours um in Iraq and um so you know in terms of combat uh you know that was that was their thing and and and, and just listening to you and the other gentleman that that I dated was in the um, National Guard, and he was a JAG, and so and that's a different thing. And he did serve in combat areas, but again, we're talking about a different capacity. He wasn't he was a JAG, and so he wasn't a guy who was going to be out. Now they got you know he got um, you know, gun training and had to pass all the tests and all of that too, but it was still different in that you know not on the front lines so to speak. Oh, yeah. And I mean, uh, I'm sure there's probably some, you know, uh, if there's any Army or uh, Marines listening, I'm sure calling your NCOs by their last name was probably, uh, maybe, I don't know, was probably uh, something you probably got in trouble for. But that was an everyday occurrence at the, at least with my, with my job. It could have been different in the, uh, in the Air Force, depending on your job. I don't know. I only knew my job and... (laughs) Um, and the people I worked with. Right. 
interesting stuff. Matt, it's always such a pleasure. Um, we've been going now for a little bit over 35 minutes. We'll probably have to, to wrap things up. We'll have to figure out what to talk about next week. We, we Maybe time to circle back around and talk a little bit about politics. It's kind of how how we started this or is you be thinking about you know what what you want to talk about we'll try to come up with something good but this was a good discussion a good way to to talk about some of the things you kind of surrounding Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. yeah so tell everybody out there where they can find you find me on twitter at woodstock w00dstok all right stay on the line i'm gonna go, go ahead and hang us up Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Have no fear for atomic energy, cause none of them can stop the time. How long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look? Some say it's just a part of it. We've got Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.